So you got some big, big plans for 2021? This is going to help. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Well, welcome back. My inbox besties, besties. Kate Dosser here of katedosser.com, creator of the email marketing fairy template set, which helps you write everything from your weekly newsletters to welcome series. There's even a cool sales funnel in there as well, and a whole slew of bonuses, which you can get by heading on over to the email marketing fairy.com right after you're done listening to this episode, because we are going to cover the seven things that you need to know when really planning or thinking about having a successful launch. And just so that way we can clear the air, all launching is, is really bringing attention to a certain product or service that you have or that you will be offering. So essentially you are pre-selling it. So I just wanted to sort of get that stigma out of the way. And next week, I'm going to actually take you behind the scenes of my six-figure launch, which is very exciting. But I wanted to give you some very tangible, actionable things because I know January, February, March, a lot of people are trying to either create new eBooks or new courses or new group coaching programs. And so we really want to capitalize on the fact that most general people they just want to throw 2020 in the bucket. Like it just never happened. They really want a new year, a new them. And so I want to make sure that you can deliver that great experience to your people. So we're going to go over seven things. And like I said, next week, we'll really get into the, the nitty gritty stuff about mine. But I just want to thank everybody for leaving so many rating and reviews over here. I know we had a couple of listies. That's what we're called, the students of Love Your List, who actually made it a birthday campaign mission back in November to uh, get me as many rating reviews as we could. So keep them coming, guys. They mean the absolute words to me as a creator, just like you are. Sometimes you do what you love because you love it, but other times it's still really nice to know that other people like it too. So by taking a couple of minutes over here on Apple and just leaving a couple sentence review, you have no idea how much that does for me, my business. If you get any value out of any of these episodes, that is the biggest way that you can pay me back. And I really appreciate it. So let's talk about the seven things to focus on when it comes to really stacking the deck in your favor when it comes to launching something. And the first thing is that you don't want to launch out of nowhere, but realize that you do not need to have like this 90 day strategically planned runway. Literally launching out of nowhere can mean that in an email, say you send on a Monday, it could say on Friday, look out for this email because it's going to help you with blank. Or next week, if you've been struggling with blank, look out for this email because we're going to help you take care of that. So that's what I mean with not launching out of nowhere. It is not just being like, hey guys, this thing is open, come buy it. It's having a little bit of lead up. Now, will everyone on your email list open that email? Who's to say? But I figure giving the people who are most active in your audience, the ones who like to open and click, a heads up is going to be a great thing. The other one, and this is actually, I was debating about calling this six things, but we'll call them seven, is that realize that bigger isn't always better. I think that some people will see somebody like, you know, the Amy Porterfields or the Pat Flynn's and other influencers. And, you know, they have, you know, weekly strategic Facebook lives for like three months leading up to it. And they have challenges and they have webinars and they have this and this and this. And this. No, no, 
No. If the thought of going live or you cannot do live is going to prevent you from actually creating and telling people about a product that you know you can help them, do not do it. Okay? Don't. Do not psych yourself up. Do not add more to your plate. Start small when it comes to launches. I would much rather you spend your time putting together, say, if you really love community and maybe you do love lives, I'd rather you sit down and create, you know, a three-day live challenge that maybe you host in a Facebook group rather than trying to do all of the things and doing them very mediocre, okay? So I do really like having, and this goes into that number one about don't launch out of nowhere, I do really like having a launch trigger again, It can be that something simple like in next week's email, but it can also be something like a webinar. Those are still alive and kicking, especially across lots of industries. Some people will tell you they're dead. Those people are lying. You can do something like a live challenge. You can do a video series. In the business to business space, a lot of people are doing paid challenges. I do not think that there's a good ROI on that, especially if you're in the consumer based one. Do not do not charge people for your free challenge. I know free challenge. It makes a lot of sense there, but I just say don't. Really, the whole point of these webinars, of these free challenges, of, you know, the three-part video series, however you want to kick this bad boy off, is to let people get a view of what it is like to work with you, of your teaching style, and the type of content that you have to deliver. Now, I'm the first one to tell you that I am not everyone's cup of tea, and I'm glad that I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I am for a very specific type of a person, and there are other people who talk about email marketing, that you could probably go to if you want very straightforward word by the books, nothing talking about mindset stuff. Like there's a lot of those people out there. Go to them. But if you want something that makes it fun, enjoyable, that is going to make sure you actually hit that send button, then I'm your girl. Okay. So realize again, when you decide on what your launch trigger is, whether it is a next week email, whether it is a webinar, whether it's a challenge, a video series, I don't know, some type of quiz. I don't know. You'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. There's a bunch of variety of things. Just realize you do not do not have to do everything at once. I would much rather, especially if this is the first time that you're having a big launch, if you will, don't don't pull it out of the stops. You <laughs> truly, truly don't need to. Just focus on creating one special experience that's really going to knock people's socks off and leave them looking for more. I think that that is sort of one of the mistakes that people come into when they come in with the webinars and the challenges is that they can't ever find that happy middle ground between, oh, I want to give them a lot of actionable content, but like, I don't want it to be fluffy, but like, I don't want to overwhelm them. As long as you give people something to do, but not throw the whole kitchen sink at them, it's going to be fine. And here is the giant shocker. There's always going to be more people out there that haven't ever seen your webinar before or haven't ever done your challenge before. So you just go and find them and you do the second iteration and the third iteration and the fourth and then you get it dialed in and then you're good. The only way that you can get better at these things is by continuously doing them. Okay. But again, don't just launch out of nowhere, but realize bigger is not already better. What are you going to actually do? What do you like doing? How do you love to show up and just feel that? That is what we are going for. The third thing when you were launching, and this is like, this is linchpin, linchpin. You need to be, write this down. This this is a notebook. Write this down. You need to be more excited for the results that your people will get than your actual product, offer, course, coaching program. I do not care. You need to be more excited to see them succeed, to see what they are going to avoid, to know the greatness that's going to come, even if it's, you know, they don't have to fight what's for dinner or their Facebook ad costs are going to be cut in half. 
When you are more excited for the results and the future pacing results that your person is going to have, because you know what? They're no longer going to have to fight with their spouse about, oh, you're just sitting on the computer not making money all day. Or they don't have to decide, do I pay the electric bill or do I pay the mortgage? Okay. And this is just to help people make money. There are going to be those situations, those moments, as we've talked about before, that are really going to hit home. Okay. When you are more excited for your people rather than, oh, I spent 18 years creating 5 million modules and learning from the top experts and doing all of this stuff. Yes, yes, you do need to show the fact that you've actually walked your walk. That is very important. If you have some testimonials, those are great as well. But you need to energetically, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about that more. You need to be more excited for your person than for your thing. Now, I know Love Your List is awesome. I know that Email Marketing Fairy is awesome. Trello Magic, I know she's out of left field, but they are amazing. Just like collaboration, cash in like hot fire. I know my stuff is hot fire, but I'm not going to be like, this is hot fire all the time. No, that's the general attitude that I have underneath all of my stuff. When I'm telling you, you're no longer going to be able to wonder, how do I grow my email list because it's going at a snail's pace? When you just sit down and do the collaboration cash in, it's going to build it for you in two months. And I even give you all the emails so you never get keyboard tied. Okay, like I'm excited. (laughs) I'm genuinely excited to see you grow. Would you rather crawl across glass naked or have to stand in line at the DMV with Taco Bell tummy? you know what I'm talking about, then actually have to write an email to your list. I mean, you don't want to come off too salesy and what if you're boring and you don't want to add to all of the noise. And somehow every single week, besides the cold sweat, you bust out with being finger tied, you know, instead of tongue tied because you're actually typing. Don't you just wish that you could just magically snap your fingers and almost have somebody else write your emails for you? Well, that's exactly what you're going to get when you invest in the Email Marketing Fairy. The Email Marketing Fairy template set is over 50 grab and go newsletters, welcome series, and even an 11 part sales funnel that you can use as an amazing jumping off point to actually write emails that connect with your audience, get replies, and most importantly, get those buy buttons hit. And all you need to do to get your hands on this, along with almost $100 worth of free bonuses, is by heading on over to theemailmarketingfairy.com. That's right, head on over to theemailmarketingfairy.com and you will never have to awkwardly tell your list, hey, I know it's been a while, ever again. The fourth thing that you need to be aware of in order to have a successful launch is if you can, okay, I don't want to freak out again, this, we're not adding up more than we can actually get here. Try to anchor your launch after some type of major audience booster. So whether you are going to run a free bundle giveaway, like we talk about in collaboration cash in, if you are going to host a summit, those are like really big ones and they take a lot of energy, but it could be that your audience booster tactic is that, you know, you want to launch something say in February. So your goal right now for the next two months, really is to get on as many podcasts, do as many lives, do as many like publicity things as you can, just like movies do, right? The stars go to talk to Jimmy Fallon about their new movie. They don't just like casually release it. You need to get right. What am I going to do to boost my audience? Because while yes, it is important to have new people to talk about to your offers, it's also important because then all of the people that have been following you for a while, 
they're going to constantly be seeing you because your goal up until your launch is really just to get yourself out there. And you don't have to create a special freebie. You don't have to point them to an auto webinar or even tell them about the challenge per se. You can just make sure in all of your interviews and all of your guest blog posting and all of your Facebook lives that you're doing or say that you're going to run some Facebook or promoted pins, right? It can just be to a normal freebie that you always have that's Clyde tied very closely to your launch. It, you do not have to create anything special. You just have to put time and effort into getting as front of as many people as you can. Now, if you're like, but Kate, I am launching in like mm, two weeks. Cash in any favors that you have with any friends that you got, any program buddies, any mastermind buddies, anybody where you can be like, hey, dude, and you got to reach out to this like one on one. Don't like blanket state this on like an Instagram post or a Facebook post. Reach out to them. Hey, Sally. So I know that you talk a lot about personal finance to your people. And I actually help moms that deal with mental health stress and have to do all of the things. I would love to be able to help your audience sort of knock out one of their other mental boots, like say time productivity management. You know, would you be interested in sharing this freebie with your audience? You know, I'll tell my audience about your financial budget planner. Again, you are just reaching out to people. You are telling them what you have, who you help, how you're going to fill in the gap, making it look like you put in some research because you did. And that is how you're going to focus on boosting your audience. And like I said, of course, you can always rely on ads. I know we're going to tell you that you have to do them. When you hear next week, um, we spent a cool like $100 on ads and we couldn't get them to go. It's not that they didn't get approved. They just never they didn't get denied. They just never got approved. You'll, you'll hear next week about what happened with Facebook ads, but it, you just, you don't need them. But if you're like, I've got no time to do anything else and you already have that skill or you've already invested in that course, then that could potentially be something that you can look at. But realize you do not have to have a big intricate, okay, like I'm just going to boost this Facebook live to these people and then I'm going to retarget them with this and then I'm going to do this if they do certain pages and all this. If you don't have a big enough audience, Facebook isn't going to throw stuff out there anyways, okay? Do not overcomplicate things. Remember, if something is weighing you down and you know that you're not going to do it in your heart of hearts, cut it out now. Cut it out now. So that way you're not scatterbrained and you're focused on the things that you love to do to really show up, okay? So again, so far, don't just lost out of nowhere. Bigger isn't always better. Okay, <laughs> be more excited for the results that your people are going to get their outcome than your actual product. Have some type of audience booster close to your launch. So this could be two weeks before this could be a month before. Just make sure that you're actively really trying to grow your audience between now and your launch because even your old audience members will see you out and about and that it makes a big difference. The next thing is that you do need to add some type of scarcity or urgency into your launch. This can be some type of expiring bonus. And you'll hear about our saga that we had because our expiring bonus was too good for our own actual launch. Whether it is a time frame, whether it is a price increase, I think price increases are probably one of the best things that you can do in launches. You will definitely get a lot of sales leading right up until then. And then say if it was something you're naturally going to do anyways, you might as well just bring attention to it. So some type of scarcity or urgency. Again, an expiring bonus. The doors are going to close because they're only open for so long. You are going to raise the price. You need to give them 
a little bit more of a reason to act now because humans are natural procrastinators. They just are. You guys have known because you've been hanging out with me for a while. Humans just aren't, we aren't logical creatures. We are, oh, we're such strange, strange beings because if you were logical, there would be no such thing as a cigarette industry. Nobody would be drinking. You would have all done your exercise today and you would have had all of your water. But all these other things exist. So they're not. So they aren't. So we are going to reward them for actually taking action and for making a decision. Notice how that's not the only thing that we're focusing on. We're not saying you're a stupid idiot face if you don't get in. It's just, well, you're going to miss out and you're still not going to have anybody to talk to. And it's just it. Okay. Now I understand that if you're like, but Kate, like, I always have these products for sale. This isn't really like a launch thing. Then this isn't this episode for you. But this is something where you want to do something special. And if you're like, but Kate, you know, I always have the email marketing fairy up for sale, which you wouldn't, I would. You know, why would I really do a launch around that? Especially like, because it's, you know, a certain price. I could just make it where, okay, if you buy it by Friday, you get this bonus. And then everybody who has already bought I'm going to give them the bonus because I enjoy taking care of my buyers. Wild idea, right? So now nobody's mad at me because they get my new free stuff, right? And all the people who buy after, they don't get it. They lost out. So that is definitely a way that if you have something that's available all of the time, but you are looking to get more sales, more attention on it, you can very, very easily do that. So that is that for that one. The sixth one is send more than one email, like for seriously. Okay. I know I told you in the launch triggers, you can at least send an email that says, Hey, next week we'll talk about this. But when you are legitly launching and there's some type of urgency or scarcity, whether it's the first five people that buy are going to get access to this or the bonus is expiring or people aren't going to be able to buy right after Friday, it's just not going to work for them. You need to give them the chance to make that decision. And Not everyone reads all of your emails. I know. And not everyone follows you and sees all of your social media posts because Lord knows Instagram has throttled that shit, right? So you cannot think to yourself, oh, am I annoying people because I'm telling them more than once? No. Now, if you are saying constantly and relying constantly on that scarcity and urgency, that's when you're going to annoy people. If you're like, oh, only two days left, only one day left, only five hours left, only six hours left. No. Everyone hates that. That's annoying. You are not putting your excitement of their success in front of your offer at that point. Okay. So if it's like, you know, I understand what it is like because you might really be concerned because you've invested in courses before and they've absolutely sucked. But I'm here to tell you that this is what we're doing to make sure our students succeed. And this, this, and this, here are the fail saves. And you'll be able to get all of this before Friday, which means you can start working and you can help your people and you just kind of snowball it. The scarcity and urgency is the salt on top of the French fries. We're not force feeding them a plate of salt. That is gross. So it's like, so if you want to blank, blank, and blank, do it. And if you do it before Friday, I'll even give you 50% off. <gasps> what? She's even tossing in 50% off? Now, if you don't get 50% off, you're a stupid idiot face. That is key. And again, this is your excitement for your people above the excitement for your product. Okay. So just to recap real quick, guys, here, and then we'll hit number seven. Number one, 
don't just launch out of nowhere, okay? But also realize you do not need to have like this huge 90-day build off with all the bells and whistles, okay? Your launch trigger can be something as simple as a next week's email. We're going to talk about this. It can be a webinar, a challenge. You don't need all of these things. Pick the one that you like the best, test things out, and realize just get new people. If you're like, that didn't go over as well as I could, try and try again. Number two is bigger is not always better. What are you actually going to do? What are you capable of? If you do have a teammate, can it happen? You don't need to have, again, this 90-day plan and all these different, you know, ads for the different stages of the funnels and this, this, and this. No. Show up, love your people, teach them stuff, and then tell them this is how they're going to get more help, okay? Number three, of course, is to be more excited for your person's transformation, the thing that they are going to get, the pain that you are resolving, whether that pain is not being the center of attention at a party because now they can play cool things on the ukulele or preventing that what's for dinner fight on Thursdays. That's all we're going for here. The fifth one, excuse me, the fourth one is that you want to be anchoring your launch with some type of audience booster. That's super, super important. And if you don't have anything big planned, like a bundle, like a summit, all that sort of stuff, then try to just get yourself and like really pound the pavement as many interviews as you can, as many takeovers as you can get in front of other people's audiences or incorporate some type of paid ad promotion. Okay. The next one was to have some type of scarcity or urgency, whether that's a price increase, a bonus, or the doors closing. The fifth, sixth one was for people to send more than one email. It is imperative. And realize when we talk about this a lot in Love Your List and in the bidding, big buck buyers bonuses, you know, when you are really selling something, truly selling something, you have to take away their disbelief in you. So you need to make sure that you're trustworthy, but you need to get them to trust themselves straight up to trust themselves because most people have tried and failed before. And that's usually the biggest thing that you need to overcome. It really, truly is. And the last one, number seven, because I realized in my countdown I had misnumbered is have faith and leave room for miracles and fun. Now, I know you're like, Kate, what? Have faith. Leave room for miracles and fun. What? This is, what? Now, that, that's not really most of you guys because you guys get it. But I am telling you that energy is so unbelievably important because if you are tying up so much of your self-worth, so much of if this doesn't work, then I have to do this or I am a failure or these people suck or like if you're holding on to this lunch so freaking tight, people are going to be able to feel that. 100%. Even if you wrote the emails like a month ago and you're just like hitting send or like your autoresponder is just hitting send, people are going to feel that desperation. And with a launch, you're usually, again, out in front of people. You're on your own socials talking about this. Other people's socials doing this, okay? You need to have faith. Faith. And I am talking about faith where if you're like, okay, I want to have 10 people into this program and it is now Friday night and your car is closing in an hour and you have zero sales, you still have faith that the 10 people are coming. They're coming, they're coming, they're coming. I know they're coming. Of course they're coming. There are 10 people and they're absolutely perfect for this. And I realize that some people just need to wait to the end. They're coming, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. They're coming. And then if it's Saturday morning and they haven't come, it is to still have faith that they are coming. Still. Have faith that they are coming. Maybe they weren't coming for this launch. Maybe they're going to have 10 people meandering on their inbox on Tuesday because they did not see any single one of your launch emails. Have faith that they are coming. 
And when you also are not holding tight to something, because again, having a plan is really nice, knowing where you're going, you know, certain days of the week, you should probably have a little bit of a plan. That makes sense. You know, if you're doing surprise bonuses or taking away stuff, you know, that, that's key to know. But when you give it space to breathe, when you have faith, when you have room for miracles and fun, you're going to get ideas mid-launch that you have never thought of. And it's not out of desperation. It's just like, huh, that'd be really great. So one of the things we're going to talk about this more next week is literally, it was like <laughs> our car closed on Saturday and this was like Friday night. And I'm just like, give him a lesson for the course free and like, just put it on the sales page. Because usually when I do a sneak peek, sometimes like behind the scenes, like showing everybody everything that's going on podium. But I was like, give him one of your best lessons. And just put it on a sales page. So he did. And it worked like Game Busters. It wasn't something that was premeditated that I had thought of months before. It was just something that came into my head. Because I had faith. I knew the 129 people were coming. They were coming. They were coming. They were coming. They were coming. There's no way they're not coming. They're so excited. It is 100% happening. And we're going to knock their socks off. And they're coming. And they're coming. And woo! And then it just popped in my brain. That was it. We still had all the things that we planned. We still had done the webinars. We had still done the other launch emails, though I did change my last minute email at the very last minute. Because <laughs> again, leave room for miracles and for faith. Realize that this one launch, this one product does not dictate you when you are again, number three, focused more on the excitement for your audience to succeed. Yeah, of course, you're gonna have that human moment. We've all had launches where it failed or like people are like, Oh, totally bye. And then you shove an actual PayPal link in front of them. And then they don't. We've all been there, right? You can have a human experience. But realize it's not going to break you. Like if love your list did not work out, I would have just done something else. <laughs> I would have done one on one, I could have gone back to writing stuff. I could do more tiny offer funnels. Like there are so many things that I can do and my mission to put money in the hands of good people so they can do good with it. It is unbelievable. And it's the same thing for you. Maybe you put together some type of action pack, but people aren't buying it and you've tried and tried and tried. You've got a lot of eyeballs in front of it. You've done this urgency, this scarcity. Try something new. It's not going to break you. And no one technically is going to know what happens. And I know that a lot of people get really scared, especially if they're, say, doing a group coaching program and they're like, oh, we've got room for five people. And what if only one person gets in there? Yeah, you can cancel it or that one person can feel like they won the freaking lottery. OK, that's just it. They got one person that's doing it and you are just going to go out and you are going to treat them like the best person that you have. OK, because the only thing that's keeping you away from any of that is feeling shame and there is no room for shame. OK, so. The seven things to know in order to have your successful launch. One, again, do not launch out of nowhere. Have some type of launch trigger, whether it's, hey, next week we're doing this in an email, a webinar, a challenge, a three-part video series. I do not care. Pick one, just one. Don't like do a million things that you see. You don't need this huge intricate strategy, just something, okay? Where people can see your teaching style and you can help them get some tiny results. Number two, bigger is not always better. Again, if you're like, oh, but I've got to do this, 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 and you're never going to get stuff done or the thing that you do love comes out mediocre, it's not worth it. Number three, be more excited for their results, the things that they are going to avoid than for your product itself. Number four, have some type of audience booster, closer, a summit, a bundle, a, I call it like the campaign, like just go out and like just be all over everything or do some type of paid advertisement to get yourself out there. 
The next one is to have some type of scarcity or urgency. Again, price increase, closing car, bonuses, calls with you, first five people get this, prizes in the mail. I don't know. There's a lot of fun stuff you could do, right? The sixth one is to email more than once seriously and realize that towards the end of your launch, if you have done a great job setting up how people can trust you, you need to now prove to them how they can trust themselves. And how you have taken all of the potential shortfalls into account. And the last one is to have faith and leave room for miracles. Remember guys, business is ultimately fun. It is pulling one lever to see if this works or this doesn't work and realize that you can always dust yourself off again and try more. So next week, we're going to talk more in depth about my actual launch, what we did, what we didn't do, what went well, what could have gone better, all of those fun things. And I will see you next week. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.